Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And the Who with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. What do you do when a fire alarm goes off for seven hours and won't stop? Well, I uh, stop, drop, and roll like everybody else would. Well, there's a lot of that going on locally. We'll get to that story a little bit later on. Hey, I went to a I went to a gay bar over the weekend. All right. How'd you do? Tell you all about all it. All right. No kidding. All right. All right. Are we yeah. gonna are we gonna regret that? Maybe. Perfect. Maybe very much, but uh, yes, my adventures in Central Massachusetts. Fantastic. There's that and so much more today. Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549. And Kansas with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly cloudy for today. Maybe some sunshine this afternoon and a high of 79. Tomorrow, going to be sunny and hot with a high of 90. It's 74 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, Ben Affleck did it again. Him and J-Lo got married in Las Vegas over the weekend. They stood in line for license, then rushed to a chapel when they got there just before it closed. Unfortunately, an Elvis was, uh, wasn't available to do the honors for them. Where are they registered exactly? Uh, I don't know. Uh, would, like, would like to send a crock pot. Or a uh, rice cooker. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What, they would be. They would be like a. What's the high end place? Like a Williams Sonoma. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Something like that. I mean, a, yeah. And this would be coming from a like a Bed Bath and Beyond level type of gift giver. Yeah, I don't think they're registered at Ames. They did have a good registry, though. They did. Yes, uh, they had a full line of jewelry as well. Yeah, over at Ames, so you could also get like a like tube socks. All in a package of six. Imagine all the people that bought engagement rings from Ames, and now they're out of business. You never get that full appraisal ever again. You could always go to someone else. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, let's see, our list of pop culture events from the early 2000s that would have broke Twitter. You know, if, if we had Twitter back then. Sure. Madonna's kiss with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera at the VMAs, and Janet Jackson's Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. We didn't have Twitter back then? No. 2003. I'll be damned. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I think uh, Twitter came out until about 2005 or six, I believe. I don't know. Boy, I, I wish know. I had it back then. And then uh, Ashley Simpson caught limp syncing on Saturday Night Live. Right. See, you can get all these things, though. You can find all these clips pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, but, but no one's going to start tweeting or you know, retweeting those moments. Yeah. Now. I mean, it's, you know, many years later. Or uh, when, when Michael Jackson dangled his son out of a hotel window in Germany. I, I, how I wished I had a well, some sort of forum to speak upon that. That's, uh, uh, son grew up fine, by the way. Sort of. Yeah. Is that blanket? One. Does that turn out to be blanket? Yeah, I think it was blanket. Uh, was that blanket or or prince? Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember which ones are which. <laughs> don't know. Uh, let's see. Is it Halle Berry or Holly Berry? I thought it was Holly Bory. It's Halle. Uh, becoming the first black woman to win an Oscar for Best Actress in a Leading Role in 2002. So these are all things that would have been like viral on Twitter hmm. if we had Twitter. We uh, had MySpace though, didn't we? I don't. Yeah, we did have MySpace. I think that was like 1999, right? MySpace, but we didn't have. It wasn't like the ability to share videos and things like that. I see that one making a comeback. Do you still have an account, or did you delete it? 
I don't know if I ever deleted it. You should go and check it out. And see I don't if remember got, the login. See if anybody got, uh, if if anybody posted on your on your wall. Maybe your your drumming skills have been recognized. Maybe you're in, maybe you're in a band now. For all you know, I would never have put that on MySpace. Uh, John McClain returned to Nakatomi Plaza 34 years after he thwarted Hans Gruber and his goons in the original Die Hard. Bruce Willis went to the top of Nakatomi, which is actually the Fox Plaza building, with his wife Emma Hemming. Nothing wrong with her either, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, she posted a video that includes some clips from Die Hard. Bruce announced back in March that he was retiring due to aphasia. A condition that affects a person's ability to communicate. I feel bad for this guy. I really feel bad for him. He, what he does, a terrible way. He, he can't speak. He, I mean, he can walk around and he can do all these other things, but he can't speak. Mm. That's got to be like hell. Why, why can't that happen to somebody that we don't want to hear from? Uh, I know? don't. Funny, I was just asking myself the very ha! same question. Ha ha! Yeah, I know, that Ted, the intern. Oh, man. Man, he goes on and on. Is that his second week coming in this week, too? Is he coming back? He is coming back. Oh, boy. Eddie Vedder stopped a Pearl Jam show to kick a woman out after she hit a man. He told her, quote, You're out of here. Violence is not allowed. I'm sorry, ma'am. There's no violence allowed. Well, listen, if she's acting inappropriately at a Pearl Jam concert. Yeah. Yeah, if you started a fist fight, you'd be bounced out, too, by security. You know... The thing is, 30 years ago, if somebody kicked somebody at a Pearl Jam concert, that would be considered part of the concert. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No, but you remember you know, with the whole uh, the grunge thing and uh, people banging their heads and oh, doing do. all this other stuff? Uh, Craig Robinson from The Office was supposed to perform at a club in Charlotte Saturday night, but a guy showed up at the club with a gun and everyone was evacuated. The show was canceled and thankfully no one was hurt. Can you imagine that? Going to a comedy show? And you can't because there's an active shooter in the building. Did you ever had anything dangerous happen when you were up doing stand-up comedy, Steve, or not? Uh, no, well, I had uh, had some bottles thrown at me. Did you really? Yeah. Kind of yeah. like the Blues Brothers. By a former boss. Yes, by a former boss. Mm. Empty ones, then? No, they were full. Oh, no, he would never <laughs> yeah. he, he would never have left the bottle yeah. full. Right? There is a. Uh, there's going to be a musical comedy about Yacht Rock from the guy who made Rock of Ages called Sailing. Mm. Ooh, a very Ooh, Christopher Cross. Woody Harrelson is expected to be in it, but that's about all we know so far. It will follow the ups and downs of a group of musicians in the late 70s as they discover the sound and lifestyle of yacht rock. It'll be a musical comedy. Hmm. I sure hope they don't make fun of that uh, that whole genre of music. You know, the one that I love so much. Yacht rock? Yes. You know, there's like a whole channel dedicated to that oh, on yeah. a certain uh, oh, radio know. service. I know. Yacht Rock. A lot of the songs are on our playlist here on Rock 102. Some of them are, yes. And some of them I don't even recognize. Yeah. Which ones don't you recognize? Well, there's one uh, called, um, one by James Taylor on there I, re- I recognized recently. I didn't recognize, but I... Never heard of it before. Sweet Baby James? No, no, no. I know all of his hits. It was not any, believe me, it was none of James Taylor's hits. Uh, you got a friend? No. Was Fire, it, uh, and Rain? Fire and Rain? No. No? No. Was it uh, How Sweet It Is? No, it wasn't. Loved by you? <laughs> wasn't Mexico. I mean, yeah. God, look, dude. What had, about that uh, Mockingbird he did with his uh, former Simon. wife, Carly Simon? Dude had a lot of hits, man. And I'm telling you, the song that's on Yacht Rock, I'd never heard of before. What about Carolina in My Mind? Love that song. What about uh, Handyman? Nope. 
What about uh, Shower the People? Love that song, too. None of those on the list. Steamroller. What also about Something in the Way She Moves? Oh, that's a beautiful song. It's a Beatles tune, isn't it? What, no. what about uh, Your Smiling Face? Mm-hmm. It's not it either. What about uh, Enough to Be On Your Way? Don't know that one. What about uh, <laughs> If I Keep My Heart Out of Sight? Don't know that one. What about Hey, Mister, That's up to That's Me Up on the Something? I that's on Yacht it. Rock 2, by the way. Oh. It's all, How about all, uh, Only a Dream in Rio? You know, it's, like, it's like one classic <laughs> Yacht Rock uh, song at a time. Mm-hmm. How about uh, How's the World Treating You? Oh, or Steamroller. Oh, yeah. Steamroller's good. Yeah. Steam or Country good Road. Or Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight. Steve? I think we got the point. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Are you or someone you could? And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it's the All-Star break, and not a moment too soon. One more Red Sox-Yankees blowout. I'm not sure I could have been held responsible for my actions. I tend to get that way when the Red Sox get their asses handed to them. Uh, 14-1 to one day and then 13-2 to in the next. Add that to Chris Sale breaking his pinky finger. I feel like I need a break. And tonight's home run derby and tomorrow night's all-star game might just be the only thing to drag me out of this sudden burst of consuming disappointment. Now, I don't know about you, but there is almost nothing that could drag me away from tonight's home run derby. Well... Barring a family emergency or an injury that requires medical attention, there would be nothing that could tear me away from slapping on ESPN to catch a few rounds of the Derby. The big question tonight, other than the question why the hell am I watching this, is whether or not Pete Alonso of the New York Mets can be the first man in Major League history to win his third straight home run Derby. The next big question would be, where the hell is the remote? Granted, there's only been one other guy since 1985 to have won the Home Run Derby three times, and that would have been Ken Griffey Jr., but no man has ever won three straight. And do you know why that's never happened? Because nobody ever really wanted to. That's why most baseball, most of baseball's best home run hitters choose to sit this one out, because at the end of the day, it's largely a meaningless exhibition, which is most uh, almost impossible to ignore, like a train wreck or a car crash. They're exciting to pass by, but no one really wants to get involved in one. The other big story will be whether or not 42-year-old Albert Pujols of the Cardinals can become the oldest guy to win the Home Run Derby. And while that would be nice to happen, I'm pretty sure when he's finally giving his acceptance speech at the Baseball Hall of Fame, he'll be focused on his 685 home runs and his 3,300 hits and his two World Series championships rather than that time he won the Derby. Now, that would be something that I'd be willing to put money on. But hey, and if a my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm looking at Craftsman battery power tools right now in the Rocky's sales flyer. 20% off Craftsman lithium-ion power tools and outdoor power equipment. I'm looking at the Rocky's app. You can look at Rockies.com or pick up a flyer at any Rocky's Ace Hardware location. What's on sale at Rocky's? It is always at your fingertips. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 110. And Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Well, the good and the bad today, weather-wise, highs in the high 70s to around 80, but we may have some severe thunderstorms coming in like 9.30, 10 a.m. this morning and lasting through the early afternoon hours. It's muggy as hell this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big, fat mug of sweat out there. I love a uh, big mug of sweat. I don't. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. I'm... Uh, I'm a summer guy. I know you've already determined here that Bax is not a summer guy. Uh, like a fall guy. Yeah, I like a big ball of sweat, which is why I was in where over the weekend. Where? Uh, there. Where? There, man. 
Where, man? There, man. Why are we talking like this? Uh, yeah, I went out uh, with some friends uh, over the weekend to uh, we went. We, first, we, we went to dinner at uh, this place called the uh, the Tavern in West Brookfield. Okay, and it's like one of these old historical places. Sure, that they have. Uh, it was actually pretty good, uh, and they had. But it's like they boast the fact that George Washington once ate here. You know what's funny about this? For, I, I know you're going to tell yeah. your story here, but I ate with my girlfriend over the weekend at a place called the George Washington Tavern in Washington, Connecticut. Holy crap! And the whole thing is George Washington themed. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, see, I'll tell that, you about that later. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what? Who right. cares if he ate here? Is it <laughs> like the tavern or the ye old the tavern? The ye old tavern. The ye old, old tavern. tavern. That and makes it authentic. It, well, it does. Mm. Uh, the fireplace is the original fireplace from 17, whatever the hell it was. Same thing in this place. I ate at different joint, though. And uh, Well, let's talk about your place, Dave. What, <laughs> what happened at the George Washington restaurant? Eh, we had uh, you know some wooden teeth and mm-hmm. you know yeah, all right. the, every, every item had a, a theme to it like that. What were, town was this in? Washington, Connecticut. Washington, I Connecticut. Didn't, I didn't even know there was a Washington, Connecticut. Where is it, that? It's in Litchfield County. So that's like down near New Canaan and all that stuff. Oh uh, no, 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 no. New Canaan's way south on the coast. This is like um, like northwest, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of the place? The Washington, the the G W Tavern. The G W Tavern. And like like. My girlfriend goes, pictures of George Washington all over. Oh, and she like, pictures. Ha, they didn't happen. There are paintings of George Washington all over the place. It's kind of like a planet Hollywood, except for George Washington. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. Um, I'm but, trying to see where this is. Uh, Washington, Connecticut? Yeah. yeah Washi- I'm sorry. It's Washington uh, Depot, Connecticut. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Yeah, it's very fancy. It's got that, uh, that George Washington look about it. Yeah. It's, you know, some of the... Uh, Archways and doorways are low, the way buildings used to be back then. And uh, she said, my yes, girl, girlfriend yes. said she saw uh, at various times inside that establishment stars like Dennis Leary and uh, Christine Baranski. Oh, but she she eats eats uh, out of restaurants all the time. Yeah. Well, the thing like that gets me is it, so what what was the deal with this place? Was he did he live did he stay there? I, did I, he is it like was it like a was it like an old inn Steve, at some point? I don't unlike your experience. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with George Washington, other than the fact it's located in Washington Depot, Connecticut. All right, now I'm I'm, I'm just going to ask here because I'm looking at uh, at menus. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, you know the uh, the uh, the tavern. The ye old the tavern, ye old tavern in West only Britain. has a Facebook page, but the GW Tavern has got its own uh, no. yeah, it, its own website. Well, when the stars dine at the uh, GW Tavern, you got to have a website for that, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this, Steve. I'll start yeah. with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have the turkey croquettes? No. Did you have the barbecue pork shells and cheese? No. How about the chicken pumpkin Alfredo? No, I, I'll I'll just skip right to the juicy part and tell you I had the rattlesnake pasta. Oh, there you uh, go. Nice. I always like a good spicy pasta with like Alfredo y. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's good with stuff. Some andouille sausage. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, I love that. Uh, and we found out that, by the way, the rattlesnake all over the parks here in Western Mass. You got to be careful. Story, yeah. Uh, it, well, that's what that's what I pushed out of my uh, garage. I know. That stick. I know. A rattlesnake? Yes. Uh, uh, well, a rattlesnake the first mm. day and then a king cobra the second day. No, yeah. no, I take that back. I was drinking a King Cobra and then pushed a second <laughs> rattlesnake out. You know, speaking of which, that whole rattlesnake story, I was talking to somebody about that over the weekend. Mm-hmm. The rattlesnakes have been here for years. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. That we, it, It's like people saying, oh my God, there's sharks in the ocean. Really? 
Mm. Had you any inkling that there was a shark near that beach? Off the coast of New England, you don't say. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what did you eat at the GW? Uh, fish and chips. Fish and chips. And, um, you know, a couple of salads and um, had a couple of beers. At the a place. couple of salads? How many salads do you eat? Yeah, well, one for her, one for me. Oh, no. you mean like not a couple of salads for yourself no. and then a couple for her. No. No. I, I thought for, for a minute there, maybe you're like a little, uh, you know, you know, roughage deficient. <laughs> I was, no, was going to say, was this the first foodie goodie from George Washington? <laughs> hey, are you going to It's the foodie goodie buffet. <laughs> and she had, a, she had a fettuccine where the, the fettuccine noodles were wider. And I guess I learned something. There are two different widths. To fettuccine. Yes, there are. Which I had no idea. We were the looking things. at it going, wait a minute, these are, these are too thick to be fettuccine noodles. And then we had to look it up and we yep. found out. I, and I, you know what else we found out over the weekend? You know <laughs> the little dent <clears throat> at the bottom of the wine bottle? Mm-hmm. That's called something. And it's there for a reason. It it's Do you know what it's called? No, I, I don't. But I, it, I, I'm sure the Dixie Cup man <laughs> is going to let us all know. It's called a punt. Interesting. And it's there because when the glass blowers made glass bottles, they didn't want to make the bottle flat because then it might have like a little, you know, indentation or, you know, outcropping of glass at the bottom, which would make it tip over. So they they brought the bottom of the bottle inward to make sure it would stand flat on a table. I feel like there should be a star that goes over your head with a big rainbow that says the more you know. Well, that, that's the way. That's today I learned. That, don't get that. That's coming up in just a few I might, minutes. I know, I'm not trying to add you know no. your thing to his thing. I'm just saying. I'm. Just, we. I think we've all learned something here today. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we we ate at that place, and then uh, these these folks were from where, and uh, they said they said, hey, what, what do you think we should do next? And we're like looking for. You know, live music or something, maybe at a winery or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Sure. And then uh, I, I said, well, what, uh, why don't you take me and uh, show me around the town? I want to go to Robbie's place. What's Robbie's place? That was Robbie's place was the place we were talking about in Ware for years that somehow turned into an illegal strip club. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. And, uh, but apparently, sad and sadly, Robbie's has since closed and has been closed for quite a few years. What are all those dancers doing today? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But we went to the uh, the Weir River Club Weir first. River Club. Not the Where. No, 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 so no. It's the Weir in River where? Club. The Weir yeah. and Where. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that was uh, that was uh, that was there was nothing. Really, it was just like an old like social club. Sure, it wasn't uh, some of the, the the people that we went with were members of this place, and uh, we went in. It's one of those like, uh, oh, we're having a we're having a pork dinner on uh, March fourteenth, or you know, the, like that kind of thing. Like it's just it's some kind of like community. Yeah. type of social we, club. Thing. We were talking about that uh, recently on a show. We're yeah, basically saying he's been in some, you know, supper clubs before and yeah. 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 This right. isn't a supper club though. I don't know if I'd want to eat supper <laughs> okay. off the floor of this place. <laughs> All right. But then uh they said, "Hey, we'll take you over to Gabe's." What's Gabe's? It's a Gabe bar is what it is. It's Gabe's, Gabe's bar. Yeah. Is a Gabe bar or yeah. a gay bar? It's Gabe's bar. <laughs> okay. Lots of Gabe's in there. Ah. Lots of them. Mm. Gabe Kaplan. Yeah. Um uh, That's uh, about pretty much the only Gabe you can think of. Wait, well, who's the baseball player? There's a baseball player, Gabe. Uh, 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 Gabe baseball Kapler. player. Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler. Yeah. Right, sure. Right. Well, uh, That's it. Yeah. We're out. And uh, it happened to be 80s karaoke night at Gabe's bar. Mm. And uh, 
you, they had prizes mm. for if you dressed up in your best 80s costume. Okay. And uh, <laughs> there was like three people dressed up. Mm. So the same three people kept winning the prizes mm. throughout the night. And this, this one chick went all out. She looked like uh, we were calling her Kelly Kapowski from uh, Saved by the Bell. Because she, <laughs> wow. she had that like she had the whole thing all done up, and she wins one of the prizes. I'll be damned. Which was a beer mug filled with scratch tickets. How could you beat that? No kidding. That's yeah. almost better than a mug full of beer. And uh, let me just say to the fine people of Ware, what a great display of diversity mm. and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to to, to put that. Uh, um, was it somewhat of a genetic stew? Well, let's just say there was all types of classes in there. There was uh-huh. all types of, uh, the, of folks uh, sure. having a good time. So a socioeconomic mix. Yeah, a very socioeconomic ah, mix. Thank nice. you, Dave. And right. uh, yeah, it was uh, it was quite the array of people. Nice. But I couldn't believe I was in a gay bar over the weekend. <laughs> Not a gay bar. No. A Gabe A Gabe. It's called Gabe's Bar. Yeah, by the way, there's nothing wrong with either one. Yeah. Going into a bar after, named after a guy named Gabe or even a gay bar. It's mm. uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with either one. You yeah. should feel intimidated by neither one of them. No, I, I, I shouldn't. But uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, talking about taking a night on the town out in where? Well, well, you hit every just about every joint. How long, you know, what time did you go home? Uh, midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. So we were out pretty late. Yeah, you didn't close the place though. No, no, no. That place was going till probably legally two, mm-hmm. and I'm illegally look- until four. I'm uh, I'm looking at the uh, the facade of Gabe's. Yeah. It's a it's an inviting place. Well, you see, that's the thing. It's deceiving on the outside. It's actually not a bad looking place on the inside. It's one of those things. It's just an old building. So you have the old like, brick facade. Yeah. But it's actually pretty clean inside. Very, very much like you yourself. Yes. Yes. Old looking on the outside. Deceptive on the outside. But, but on the inside. Polished and fresh. Oh, that's the yeah, truth. And, yeah. And who cares what a place looks like? If you have fun, doesn't matter what it looks like. I had more fun in some of the worst yes, places exactly. imaginable. I, listen, I told these folks, I said, listen, I, I said, take me to the bowels of this place. Take me to the bowels of this city. And they're pretty much like, well, that's pretty much everywhere. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's everything within to, the borders. That's not hard to do. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I like I like discovering new places yeah. that I have never been to. Will you go back? I absolutely would. I'd go to a gay bar any day of the week. Nice. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm sure they'll be happy to have you. They got to push those stools upside down, though. That's did they the, Did they know who you were? Did uh, Did it ever come to uh, come to light that Steve Nagel from Rock 102 was in uh, there? Was in their building? Th- there was an inkling that there was a celebrity sighting at uh, at Gabe bars over the weekend. Really? Yeah. But they didn't want to out you that no, way. No, they don't want to out me. I so, understand. Well, this lady was. You know what? It's probably up on some Facebook page because. This lady who was the DJ was taking pictures of the of the of all the people mm. that were singing, and I was kind of like in the line of sight of her, so mm. I don't know if I actually made some of the photos. Did you sing? If they put no, I didn't sing, uh, but I plan to next time. Mm. What would you sing? I would sing. Um, let's see, Inagata Devita, mm-hmm. uh, but just the drum solo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, but if you sing Inagata Devita, you can you can mess up the lyrics and nobody will know. It's true. I would also sing um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Yeah. Good, good. I would sing um, Don McLean, American Pie. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Uh, anything over eight minutes, so, I would say. So uh, as Alice's de- Restaurant. Right. So yeah. as to deny someone with real legitimate karaoke talent an opportunity to go and sing their three-minute song. Well, listen, uh, well, and that's the thing. It's like because you're, you're, you're getting somebody every three minutes. Like it, that thing is like they're rolling through people yeah. like crazy. I'll be damned. Yeah. What would you I'm sing, a- by the way? Uh, I would probably not no. choose to sing now. But you're a musician, man. You got you play the drums. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, and, and it's not like I can't sing. Mm. I just it's like you know, karaoke I, I does can't. not do it for me. I can't sing. I can only do like deep like bass songs. Doesn't yeah, matter. I can I, I can do like Johnny Cash or something like that. But I can't do uh, yeah. Folsom Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah. I you know, I've done karaoke, mm. uh, but it takes a lot of booze for mm. me to to. to to even grab the three ring binder of songs yeah. to choose from, and it's it's it. You, that, listen, there's not enough booze at Gabe's bar for me to do that. Well, my thing is, I think you should you, you shouldn't have to grab for the three ring binder full of songs. You should know, like you, you gotta, ha- you know, it's like you gotta <laughs> have a go to that you just know you can do, even if it's bad. But you gotta, but you have to cross reference to make sure they have that song available. Uh, to I you. think, but but if you, I mean, you pick one that you know everyone will have. I don't know, just my opinion. It's uh, 624. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. This is John. It's 626. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. You know, Steve was talking about his night out. I think we got a call here that might pertain to Steve's night out. Ready? Yeah. Here we yeah. go. What's up? Um, I was wondering if uh, I just caught in the midst of it, just uh, when Steve was out looking for things to do. Yeah. I work at a brewery, so I was wondering if you... Have them come out to our brewery. Where's your brewery? We are in uh, called Vanish Valley in Ludlow. I was just there on Saturday night. Get out. Uh, and I probably met you because I worked there. Do I was the guy walking around doing stuff. Oh, were you doing? Were you putting the fire pit together and all that stuff with the pallet? That was me. That way, I was huh? sitting right this there on the un- bear bench. I was sitting right there. Oh, look at that small world. Uh, yeah, how about that? No, you actually, we were complimenting about how you guys have such a great menu over there versus all these other, you know, things. Hmm. Yeah, um, we got a full menu. Obviously, right. our bar and beer is stocked up and everything. So, well, yeah. well, that's nice awesome. Enough. Listen, we got to we got to get, uh, get, get back, back on the air. But thank you very much. Yep. Bye. All right. So, where didn't you go on Saturday night? Jeez. Oh, I went. I uh, went all over. Yeah. Went to Iron Duke Brewing too. But Did there you? was no live music going on. Wow. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't think that started until much later. Iron Duke's a pretty cool place. It is. A, I like yeah. those old buildings when they turn those old buildings yeah. into like that. Obviously, was some, I don't even know the history of it, but there was obviously some old mill building back there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that yeah. uh, that industrial look. Yeah. I would love to. Love to have it at my yeah. house. And I a lot of conduits, a lot of bricks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize Vanished Valley was the old Europa. Yes. I had no idea. I, I what, you know, when we pulled up to because we were like putting it in a GPS and then we would get up to the place. I'm like, oh, this is this is the old Europa. Yeah. And and Mike uh, Rodriguez still uh, runs that. He does. I believe he does. Well, that wasn't Mike Rodriguez who just called. No, it was. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, it, but but he didn't say he was. He owned it. He just said he was working there. He's just the guy walking around a lot. Yeah, he's just—he's just, he's just mm-hmm. a utility man. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I think uh, Mike is still involved in that. Oh, well, yeah. well, there you go. It was—it uh, was pretty good. How about that? Yeah. Nice. So, how about uh, we move on to something else? Well, it's today I learned, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's uh, and it is uh, brought to you by Gary Romonday. Gary <laughs> Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. I almost forgot all about it. And now it's time for today I learned with back Stephen Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. Today I learned, uh, I actually kind of knew this, 
So you so didn't it wasn't really learn, like anything. learn it today, but it's a pretty interesting. Uh, today I learned that Coca-Cola sells 1.9 billion drinks per day. Really? Across the world. And you know what? I went to the Coca-Cola factory down in Atlanta, you know, where they have the big museum and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, at the end of the tour, they let you try all of the flavors they have from all over the world. Wow. So not only do you get a tour of the uh, history of Coca-Cola, but you also get diabetes on the way out the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no escaping getting mm. a... You, as soon as you, you... You know, it's like 30 bucks to get into the place. Right. But... You get a Coke when you walk in. Nice. The, you know, yeah. And then throughout the tour, you get another Coke and you get another Coke. You, wa- it, you walk in thirsty, yeah. but you leave without toast. And then uh, <laughs> they put you in this room with all these soda fountains and they have like uh, curry soda from India. They mm. have, uh, you know, fish flavored soda from Japan. Mm, that sounds and, uh, good. There, there's all different kinds of stuff. And uh, then you get another bottle of Coke on the way out. Nice. And, you know, they make more than just, you know, cola. You know, there's, I mean, there's, there's water, there's sparkling water, there's root beers, there's all there's coffee. They make coffee, too. And that's the thing. You get to try all of the brands that they make. How about a Fresca? Oh, they got a Fresca. Did you have a Fresca? Actually, they have, uh, I think it was Crush. Is Cru- I think a Crush, or is it Crush or Fanta? I don't know. They're who- Fanta. Fanta. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, lemon Fanta. Which is only sold Ooh. in like Turkey, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why wouldn't they sell this here in the United States? This sounds like a good mixer. Like this would be something that people would be uh, buying up left and right for a good mixer because it was a very lemony uh, soda. That's delicious. And that uh, is today I learned. Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Coming up next in the news, we got a local peeping tom to tell you about. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Hurry into one of Camper's in. 6.32 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome. Hyundai, Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. An East Hampton firefighter arrested and charged with allegedly placing two cameras in the women's locker room at the fire station. Nick Tillman. Was that wrong? Listen, I got to plead ignorance here. Uh, had I had known mm. that that was a rule... I would have not have done that. Everything that I know about the law, and that is very, very limited, mm-hmm. I will tell you. I do not believe you can uh, be a peeping Tom and look at somebody without them knowing. Well, he has the same defense lawyer, this guy, that defended or is defending Lynn Clark. Oh, well. So he's got somebody good on his side. Who knows? Nick Tillman of Westfield, who's a firefighter in East Hampton, quickly confessed which I think pretty much ends his, you know, entire court case mm-hmm, if right. he confessed. Uh, he says, "Yeah, I did it. I had some cameras in separate lockers in the women's facility. A female employee at the fire station discovered them back on July 13th, according to the police report. And Tillman allegedly was spotted on a police camera entering the women's locker room on Thursday." And discovering that his own cameras were no longer there. Oh, somebody took the cameras. At which point, he swiftly walked into a supervisor to report he had a, quote, problem with voyeurism, end quote, and had, quote, effed up, end quote. Mm. Hoping that his confession would make it go easier on him, I guess. Well, I mean, if he he says he's got a problem and needs to get some sort of... uh help for it then you know then that may has may 
in fact, save his job. Mm -hmm. Maybe, perhaps, well, possibly. But you know, uh, the thing about this is, when you know, I don't know about you guys. I don't know what kind of perverts you. I got a feeling I know about you, Steve. But you know, Dave, you're just kind of new on the scene. Mm. I don't, I don't know what kind of dark secrets you are hiding. Probably ton of them. Probably. Mm. But for me, the idea of going through all of that extra yeah. work. Just to get a, a, an eyeful of someone who may or may not be in various stages of undress seems to be an awful lot of work. It's not Especially even... when you have the internet available. Well, well yeah, that's it, it. You can get whatever you yes. want on the internet. I don't know why these folks feel like they need to like do it. Like, you really want to yeah. see your coworker go to the bathroom? I, I mean, don't want. I, I can don't, listen. I can smell the remnants of backs every morning upstairs mm-hmm. in the hallway. Yeah, but you don't want I don't to need catch that on camera. See that. No. Why would you? First of all, you got to go and and uh, you know it, it, the costly, expensive cameras alone would mm-hmm. have me say there's got to be another way. Right? There has to be a well, better way. Well, maybe there's a particular woman that he works with that he has a crush on. You know what would be really hot? I'll tell you this. Let's just say, forget about the cameras for a minute. How about a courtroom sketch artist? Mm-hmm. We'll put somebody in the bathroom, oh, yeah. like, a, like a court art artist, mm-hmm. and while someone's going, they could sketch out the whole they'll, scene. They'll describe what, what's going on. In yeah, that. like in pastels or uh, you yeah. know, number two pencils. Mm-hmm. See, I'd make it look like one of those uh, caricature things at the Big E. See, that like that, be... that grumpy is like ten times the size it should be. Yeah, yeah. for twenty eight yeah. bucks you uh-huh. get a nice, a nice uh, right. caricature of you uh, sitting on a toilet. I like that. I like that idea. So that's firefighter story number one in our midst. Story number two occurred over the weekend in Springfield. Firefighters battling a stubborn blaze in the ceiling of a convenience store happened Friday afternoon. And it was occurring at Garcia's Deli and Mini Market at 142 Dickinson Street. Andy Garcia. Doesn't say who, own, who owns Garcia's Deli and I, Mini Market. I do not believe that Andy Garcia is involved in delicatessen. You don't think he I, likes a cured meat? Well, maybe maybe yeah. now that the acting career is not yeah. going uh, all, all right. that well, but, uh, but even still. Maybe uh, golfer Sergio Garcia. Could, I don't know. I mean, own it. I don't know. How's he been doing on the tour? Not as well. So he's diversifying a little bit. In any case, the people in the building, when the fire was discovered, escaped on their own. No reported injuries at the scene. That's firefighter story number two. Number three. There's a third one? Yeah. Three t- firefighter stories and one newscast? Yeah. What is this, amateur hour? Yeah. Better, we should get ourselves a guest host. Pine I'm, James. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah. Pine James Apartments on Pine Street, appropriately. Yes. Had a fire alarm going off from 3 p.m. Saturday until about 10 p.m. Saturday. Hmm. Fire officials confirming there was no active fire. And yet, the alarm sounded for seven hours. Annoying everybody at the Pine James Apartments on Pine Street. Now, uh, when you say this thing was going off for seven hours... Mm -hmm. Did anybody respond to this? Like, you know, tried to turn it off, uh, say, like a, a landlord or the fire department or an electrician or, you know, somebody with some uh, with some clippers? All good questions. And the answer is no. Even though tenants kept reporting this sound over and over and over again during the afternoon on Saturday and into the evening hours. Apparently, the alarm went off due to some cooking and... According to the property manager who responded to Western Mass News, they were, quote, waiting for it to be reset. 
For right. seven hours? Seven hours. And you know how annoying those fire alarms can be sometimes. Listen, it drives me crazy when uh, the battery's dying in a fire de- in, a, in a smoke detector. And it, and it beeps every five seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, that annoys me. Right. If I got that for like an hour, I'm like, I, I got to remove this thing from the wall. But like, let's take it a step further. What if you were the person that set that alarm off? Wouldn't you feel like the biggest douchebag? Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'd be laughing. Like you, you overcooked uh, your steak on right. the frying pan mm-hmm. in your little apartment. And, uh, you know, the whole place stinks like burnt food. Mm-hmm. And uh, the alarm's still going off. And they're like, Baxendale. We know it was you. All right, but could I maybe say, all right, but I was trying to get a nice crust and a good sear on this steak. Mm-hmm. You could try that. I don't know how well it's going to work for well, you, though. Yeah, it all depends on the heat of the pan. Firefighter story number four. Four? What is this? This was a fire that destroyed a Boston home. Firefighters responding to 22 Norton Street in Hyde Park. Around 7 a.m. yesterday morning. And the big kicker here is an off-duty firefighter caught a baby, dropped from a second-story window as a result of that fire, and saved the baby's life. That's some badass firefighter. It, it, absolutely. Yep. The only bad part is that you know, Gronk spiked the baby after he got it, after he made the reception. <laughs> well, at least it was, wasn't Tom Brady trying to toss the baby from one boat to another yeah, across yeah. an inlet, right? That's right. <laughs> Uh, the, then he did like the, the, you know, the, the yeah, that's exactly what he did. Uh, so this happened yesterday, and according to the Boston Firefighters Department, they made a comment on Twitter saying they found heavy fire in the rear of this multifamily home, and they're applauding the duties of their off-duty firefighter, who was not named in this story, who's which the, is a shame. The Firefighters Department? Who's that? In Boston? You just said Firefighters Department. In Boston, I guess. It'd be the fire department, wouldn't it? That would it say? Yeah, I, I yeah. guess. I guess you're right. But it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The fire department instead of the firefighters department. Right. Okay. Okay. You're right. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> All right. Next fire story. No, we're out. The fire is out. Well, now I feel like I'm being ripped off. Well, I only got what I got. I got. Enfield police arresting a Springfield convicted <laughs> felon on Sunday. I'm sorry. Somebody just pointed out that some folks use smoke detectors as a food timer. <laughs> that's actually very funny. <laughs> so maybe I I'll, did that one. Maybe that's what that was. Mm-hmm. The arrest of the Springfield convicted felon that occurred Sunday with Enfield police. Raul Cardona in possession of a loaded 45, about 230 decks of heroin slash fentanyl. I don't know if that means they're mixed together. Probably. Mm. And cash totaling $2,495. Well, that sounds like a clue. Car- Cardona was held on a bond of hundred grand. He also had some more drug deal and activity going on in the Marion Street area of Springfield over the weekend. Approximately 200 bags of heroin and 98 bags of cocaine seized from 29-year-old Brent Lovely mm. of Athol. And a bag of cocaine and a bunch of pills seized from 38-year-old Mireta Cruz and a 41-year-old guy named Jose Sanchez who was just acting as a lookout. And he was charged with loitering and trespassing. Well, as well. I mean, if he's involved, he's involved. Yes, exactly Simple as right. that. Yes. 642 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. In the Mass Hat coming up next, we got a couple of different nominees, including one in Connecticut who created a disturbance at a family dollar store near New Haven. We'll get to that coming up next on Rock 102. 
Rock 102's Classic Rock Summer is driven by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham. Experience the difference. Classic Rock at 649 and the Kinks. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be uh, cloudy today. Could see a chance of some thunderstorms. A high at 79 tomorrow. Hot and muggy with a high of 90. It's 73 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you miss any part of the back Stephen Dave show, as you know, you can always check it out the uh, the daily podcast that will be posted around 10 o'clock this morning on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Also, Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest Dave Faulkner from the band Hoodoo Gurus. they got a brand new record out. It's really, really good. You should check that out. Plus, some of the other old uh, episodes, or old, the older uh, episodes, including members of the police and the talking heads and dire straits and squeeze and the sex pistols and the Devo and the English beat and the knack and many, many, many more. So check that out on rock102.com. You are the podcaster to the stars. Let me tell you something. Things are happening. Things are starting to move. Mm-hmm. They're starting to cook. The numbers are swelling. Good times. There you go. And our intern has arrived, too. So now the show can really start. It's about time. Welcome yes. back, Ted. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Terrific. Doing oh, look good. at that confidence in his voice. He yes. He weekend off. He's got more confidence in his yes, voice. Yes, closer to the back. microphone and everything. Yeah, look at yeah. that. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, he's here. Now we can do this. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Close to Massachusetts, which will please Steve, one state away in Connecticut, a 25-year-old guy named Joshua Murray was at a family dollar store near New Haven Saturday. Two women walked in. But it's still not Massachusetts. No, so it's not. No, really. it's not. And okay. again, nor nor is Bax's view from the couch actually on a couch, which we pointed out. So, well, uh, are there any more hairs to be split this morning? Or are going to get right into the, uh, the story about New Haven? None that I have. I got a couple of mass hats to talk about here that we're going to crown, including Joshua Murray, who was at the Family Dollar store near New Haven when two women walked in, and he held the door for them, which the was nice. Family Dollar or Dollar General? Says, I always get those two mixed up. Says Family Dollar, but mm. the reporter could have it wrong. Or all for a dollar. Or mm. Dollar Tree. <laughs> Again, yeah. there's so many hairs being split here. You are like the connoisseur of dollar stores. You know, one time I was in a dollar store in uh, in Enfield, mm-hmm. and it said, uh, everything one dollar. Yes. And then on the sign on the inside, it says, everything a dollar nine plus tax. So it really wasn't. A dollar. Well, plus they've now added like five dollar items. Well, at, this at was some going, of these. This was going stores. back way before they decided to do that. Right. So anyway, Josh Murray just trying to be a nice guy at the Family Dollar store. Mm-hmm. Yes. When the two women walk in, he holds the door for them, but didn't get a thank you. So he pulled a gun on him. Wow. Well, that's justifiable. He pointed it at him. Didn't fire any shots, so nobody was hurt. Cops tracked down Josh Murray. About a half mile down the road, and arrested him for breach of peace. And what happened to these two uh, these two ladies that didn't give me up? That didn't have the courtesy to give a thank you. Punished, I'm sure, by the politically correct police or somebody. I don't know. Doesn't say. Anyway, this guy Josh Murray, on top of breaching the peace, also didn't have a permit for the gun that he pulled on the women who didn't thank him for opening the door. So the cops tacked on a charge for carrying a pistol without a license. <sighs> you know, I've uh, how many doors I've held for people and I didn't get one thank you. Don't you hate that? Yes. I hate oh, yeah. that a lot. But I, you didn't pull a gun on them, though. No. Uh, if I had one, I would have. Yeah. You know, I've, been, I've never been able to figure out 
uh, an entrance that's got double doors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a door right. that opens, but then there's another door that opens. Yes. If you open the door for the, fir- the, the first door and uh, they say, oh, uh, th- uh, thank you. Do, should you get the thank you the second door? I, I usually, if, if it's me and the door's being opened for me, and it was a woman opening a door for me, after all, you know, it's all fair game these days. Yeah, right. And I said, thank you. Thank you very much. And then on the second one, I said, thanks. You know, sort of a shortened, like, abbreviated thank you for the second one. That second thanks almost sounded like you were annoyed by her. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on the whole double door thing. Like, yeah. who does that? You know, who... Yeah. It's like a weird, like, whose turn is it to hold the door right? right. with the double door? One going out? No, no, no. I, I'm, you're holding that one for me, but they're going out the other one. See, I'll do a double yeah. thank you, and I'll do a double you're welcome. Thank you, thank you. I always uh, I always hate the, uh, you hold the door for somebody, and then they hold the door for you. Mm-hmm. Like, at the next, in the, in the little yeah, threshold. Listen, I'm the one who started this. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. This is my door L- opening this, opportunity. Yeah, I'm the one that should get the praise today, not you. Yeah. Don't, and, uh, don't feel like you need to be on equal yeah. levels as me. Why should, why should she get the, why should that person get the praise when you were the first one to start? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, that's worth pulling out a gun for. And thank you, Ted. The amount of thank yous, by the way, is similar to how many times do you say bless you or gesundheit when somebody sneezes? Where's the cutoff if they do two? Is that what you do? Yeah, what if they I'll, do six, know, or, six or seven? We should change that. We should change it to, you are so good looking. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> I, uh, just like I say, God bless you. God mm-hmm. bless One more time. Mm-hmm. God bless you again. I'll do that four or five times. You're so good looking. Mm-hmm. I really mean how good looking you are. You are, you are incredibly so- good looking. I, mm-hmm. I will compliment you right. continuously. If you're on a, if you're like five sneezes in a row, and no, who among us have not had that opportunity? There's people who don't believe in God, so I you am. can't uh, put that on them. Uh, you know, my big pet peeve about opening doors is, so what happens when you're going into, say, a deli or a bakery where there's a line, and you open the door for someone who then walks in ahead of you and takes your spot in the line that would have been yours had you entered first. God, you're like a mm. welcome mat, aren't you? You, you know just, what I'm saying? People are wiping their filthy shoes all over you just to get to right. just to get their pound of olive loaf. Wait, should they then give up their spot in the line because you were nice enough to open the door for them? They shouldn't take your spot in line at the deli or the bakery or wherever it is, No, right? they should not. Well, yeah, but, you know, I mean, you've seen people who, like, ra- you ever have somebody race you to the door so they could be first? Yeah. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. they, they know the line is very long inside whatever particular business you're going into. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, like, uh, shuffling their feet a little faster to get to the door before mm-hmm. you do? This is going to sound terrible. Yeah. But sometimes, uh, you know, we'll go to a restaurant where you know you always sometimes have to wait in order to get a table. Sure. You know, like, wait outside or, you know, wait mm-hmm. in the lobby or whatever it is and... Well, there was one time that the you know we were going to a restaurant and we knew that the place was kind of full. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we're getting out of our car, this elderly woman and I think her daughter maybe they get out of the car at the same time. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you say, "Well, now wait a minute. This is a race against time. Mm-hmm. Who gets to the door first? Because I'll be damned if I'm gonna if I'm gonna miss out on a table. Yeah. Because this uh, there you go. Because this uh, you know, blue haired Q tip wants to get her uh, her her mm-hmm. blue plate special. Right. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I did I did like a like I, I was like Jesse Owens, you know, like jumping <laughs> over hedges and, <laughs> and, and yeah, I was like uh, I was like a Usain Bolt trying to get to there that you door. Go. Better, better reference for the younger audience. By yeah, the way. I know. You'd have, to, you'd have to look up Jesse Owens, but he was better than Bolt. <laughs> yes.
Well, all right. All right, there, all right, you, go. Right, there yeah. you go. There it's 657. There's your Mass Hat, which took place in Connecticut, which is close to Massachusetts, but it's still pretty cool. Coming up next, the 102-second sports on Rock 102. Wings. We love them. And we're going to celebrate our favorite finger food with the wing thing. Saturday, August 27th, built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvement. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, it must be kind of nice to tell your employer, hey, you know what? I'm not crazy about this place. Your company stinks. I would never say that thing to my own employer because, after all, they're still writing the checks. But for the rest of you, wouldn't it be nice to tell them to take their large increase in pay and extra benefits package and stick it? Can you imagine how satisfying that must be? I personally can't, but that's because I am delighted to be working for our firm. But for the rest of you, I'm not so sure. Well, that's the situation that's happening this morning with the Washington Nationals outfielder Juan Soto. Soto was a young man who just rejected an offer to sign a contract extension with the Nationals. And you may ask, why should I give a crap about this? Because the offer that Juan Soto just turned down was a 15-year contract worth a reported $440 million, the largest contract offer in Major League history. This is now the second offer that Soto has rejected after the team offered a 13-year contract extension worth $350 million. The Nationals are now saying that based upon his latest rejection, they will be fielding offers to trade him to another team. Now, you might also wonder whether the Red Sox would be willing to trade uh, for Soto. Are you kidding? They weren't willing to give Mookie Betts the extension he deserved. They're certainly not going to give it to this kid either. Now, of course, I did all the complicated math just to see what a 15-year, $440 million contract would look like if it were ever offered to me. And then I figure out why bother. No one is ever going to pay me $29.3 million for the next 15 years of my life. One, I won't last another 15 years. Secondly, I only have 3,345 days left to go before I retire. I'm not going to add another 1,885 days. And even if I did... I'm not sure what the hell I would do with myself if I were getting paid $1.12 million every two weeks. I can barely spend the hundreds of dollars I'm making now. And yet somehow, someday, somebody is going to give this kid that kind of money until he finally turns 38 years old when he'll have to negotiate a new contract. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. A new lawnmower, that's exactly what you need. New mower? New lawn. Keep your lawn looking fantastic all season long. You'll feel great. Go to Rockies for an Ego, a Toro, or a Craftsman mower. Whether it be gas or battery powered, they've got them all at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's classic, classic rock. rock at 712 and ZZ Top with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Be, uh, mostly cloudy today with some thunderstorms. High is 78 tomorrow. Muggy and hot with a high of 90. It's 73 right now in downtown Springfield. So Steve mentioned the Nakatomi Plaza during the Hollywood Trash segment, which you can catch a little bit later on on our website in case you missed it. That's because Bruce Willis was there over the weekend. The... Itoki Corporation, not to be confused with the Nakatomi Corporation. This is a company that has partnered with something called Koyoju Gohan Keke. And they've released something called a nap box in order to promote a healthier office work culture for folks in Japan. What's a a nap box? That's what it sounds like. It's a box you nap in, standing up. Standing up? Yeah. The partnership was born when... 
The Tokyo-based company I mentioned, Itoki, which is a furniture specialist, came into contact with a plywood supplier, the two signing a licensing agreement, and now there's a designer in the process, a third party, putting together these nap boxes. They're big cylinders with a door on the front that fit just one person at a time. They basically look like a water heater with a door on the front. Each one has three small shelves inside, strategically placed to support your knees, your head, and your butt. Wouldn't uh, no? I, I'm just uh, I'm looking at what this looks like. It mm-hmm. kind of looks like a large Tylenol capsule mm-hmm. uh, that you can uh, that you stand in. But wouldn't all the blankets and the sheets just fall to your feet? I don't think you get those. I mean, unless maybe you bring your own. I don't know. Well, how are you supposed to get cozy? Well, I don't think they really want you getting cozy. They just want you taking a quick power nap, standing up, which I there's I don't see how. Unless your horses do, do it all the time. Yeah. These but something in the old times in England called penny hangs, where the drunk guys would stumble into a place and there'd be like a rope. Right. Str- and they just literally drape their body o- seen, over I, the rope. I've seen drunk people fall asleep standing up. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's not a real good uh, not, it's not a real good nap. It's not restorative. Oh, yeah. in any, by also, any means years ago i saw a guy at the lighthouse in ludlow the uh it's a bar over yes there. Mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's sewell street mm-hmm. it's on uh they uh were famous for having 50 cent drafts this was going back years ago mm-hmm. and i just remember uh watching this uh older gentleman fall asleep against the jukebox with a big giant pee stain on the front of his pants because he had urinated himself while he was mm. standing there. Nice. That's a, that's a good night by the jukebox. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Again, this was the time before cameras, you know, the cell phones and all that stuff. That You were talking earlier what things that would have been viral. That would have been viral. That would have been great to see, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah. Well, apparently in Japan, people are just so overworked that they're falling asleep on the job. And they need a place to nap, and so that's why they've created the nap box. It's in the early stages, so it's not even been demonstrated yet. A spokesperson for the company claiming it's common for workers to take naps in the bathroom while they're at work. So they wanted to give them a better option. We know a a guy that was on the air and fell asleep uh, on the toilet once. Hmm. Yes, he did. (laughs) It was very embarrassing. It was. Pricing and availability haven't been decided yet. For the nap box, well, you know, th- there's a there's a number of countries that allow at work sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know, just quick power. As I, I got there's Japan, like yeah. you're talking about, but right. China, Spain, Italy, uh, Norway, Indonesia, Botswana, they're sleeping all day long over there. Mm-hmm. But even in Silicon Valley, there's a, a bunch of companies that will allow their employees to kind of you know kick back. Take a few, uh, take a few Z's, and get right back to the, your nineteen-hour day. Well, and I think they have special rooms that they provide for the employees in those cases, right? Yeah. Instead yeah. of a box that you stand up in. Yeah. I think it'd be great to uh, periodically take a nap during the show. I'm sure there are plenty of other people that are doing it. Oh, <laughs> you see what I just did there? I've been doing it since February 28th. Stop it. Which is when nap we be- every day when we began this show. Mm-hmm. Hmm, ironically, how about that? It's been a long nap. Yeah, yeah. a long. Nap. Wake up! But I, I actually think that you know, for some places, uh, that would be, that would be okay. But mm-hmm. I can also see a lot of employers saying, "Well, if we're going to give you like a ten minute nap, yeah, 
you're going to have to work an extra hour to make up for all the productivity you've lost. Well, and then how many of these nap boxes do you provide if you're an employer? Like, you know, does it depend on the size of your workforce? And do you have to, like, schedule it out so that one person leaves the nap box and another immediately goes in? And then isn't there a cleanliness problem? Well, does everybody get their own nap box? Is that what this is? I don't know. Because, like, normally when people nap, then you drool a little bit. You know, yeah. you've had that happen on the pillow. You suddenly fall asleep and you're like, oh, I'm drooling all you. I don't want to be in. I don't want to be in a nap box that somebody else has drooled on. How am I supposed to wear my CPAP in the nap box when I'm supposed to hold on to it? Mm. Yeah. There's no place for that. You're gonna be able to hold on to it. I would have to. You put it on a backpack. You get a backpack for your CPAP. A CPAP backpack in the nap box. Yeah, I mean we mm. do have nap boxes here. We, we just do call, not. Yeah, we just call them coffins. You know, you just stand them upright. You know. Well, it is kind of a coffin, but it is shaped like a like an extra strength Tylenol. Yeah. Thank you, Ted. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I couldn't stand up and sleep anyway. Oh, I, I, I mean, I could sleep anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I've fallen asleep. I can't sleep sleep standing up though. No, that's, that's I couldn't do it. Not going to be happening. Couldn't do it. Sitting down though. If I'm sitting down for any real long period of time, yeah, I will start. I will start uh, passing out. I, I try and sleep on an airplane sometimes. I I can't even. Maybe I I nod off for a moment and then oh, I just no. I can't stay asleep. I will knock the hell out in a, in a on a plane. I can't do it. I can't recline enough. I, it happened to me one time on an overnight flight to Italy. The only time I've ever been to Europe, and uh, I couldn't sleep in the seat, so I got up and I slept in the bathroom in the, on the flight. You went to Italy. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Why? Why'd you go to Italy? What, uh, what Vacation. Was Vacation? Yeah. Well, how, a lady, how was that? Lady, beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. I've never been there before. Except, the, except the, the, the relationship didn't last very long. But well, hold on a second. Let's we got back, a fight let, over there, by the way. Let's, let's back up here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's back up here a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. This is a flight, an international flight, right? Yes. And, which means there's probably a couple hundred people on this flight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going across the Atlantic Ocean. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here's this doofus taking a nap in the bathroom, Correct. and nobody else can get in there because you're sawing logs back there. Correct. It, <laughs> happened, it happened in the middle of the night. Thanks for focusing on the proper thing here. And since I couldn't sleep, it's the middle of the night. It's probably 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time it is. And I figured nobody else is going to use the bathroom at that point. But I was overcome by restlessness. So I went in and laid on my side like a question mark, curled how, around how the toilet. How big is the bathroom Not in an airplane? big at all. This is my point. I had to cr- contort my body into a question mark and lie on my side, and I was probably in there for 20 minutes. And 20 I, minutes in a front of people, people banging on the door? Nope. <laughs> the hell you did? Would you fall in? What I, do you do? No, I would have op- opened the door had they <laughs> woken me up with Listen, a banging. If there's one guy who's going to take a grumpy mid-flight, <laughs> he's not going to wait around for you <laughs> to take a nap. I have more questions. How, how long was this trip supposed to be? How many days? Probably a week. A week? Yes. And then w- at what point did things start to go awry during the trip between you and the girlfriend? Okay, so now we're not talking about the sleep thing anymore. No, I don't you're care focused, about that. I'm focused on why this trip didn't work out. Uh, the trip was fine. Yeah. It was one moment where uh, I think she was accusing me of being too fat. How many How many days into this? You, you asked me what it was about. You, Did you want to focus on that? Now you want to no, focus? No, I want to I find I, out I how many told days. You, I already but, told but you how, a week. A week oh, you were a week into it when she finally said this? What, eh, probably halfway. So you weren't listening to what I was saying. I was asking you at what point in the trip did this happen? Trying to follow along on the mm-hmm. salient points of mm-hmm. your questioning here. It happened a few days into this. A few days in. Yep. And she calls you fat? Yes. Why? 
because she felt I was eating too much and was fat. Were, but it was were, Italy. Were you fat at the time? <laughs> I was no bigger than I was before I lost a little weight now, you know, in the last few months. All right. There's so many things going mm-hmm. on in this flight. I know, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, what For do you guys one, want to focus on here? <laughs> For one, you're with a jerk that thinks you're, you're, you're fat, okay? Right? You are not a... Steve and I, you know, we're packing on a couple pounds. You're a you're a barrel chested, uh, you know, powerful man. You know, with you know, rippling with muscles. Yeah, Her- you look like one of those personal trainers who would sell some sort of exercise equipment at two a.m. Yeah. on TV. But even even or, with, or sleep in a bathroom on a plane. Right. Plane. But even with you being uh, a former professional athlete, mm. with a with a with a jerk for a girlfriend on this flight. Mm-hmm. I would still beat you over the head with my mm. in-flight magazine if you were hogging the bathroom all for there yourself. There you go. So that's the worst part of this thing. <laughs> for not for the me, fact that I was fat. yes. For Steve, so wait, so not the, so much. Did the relationship dissolve then in Italy? No, no. It so you continued to see her again. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, you know, sucked it up and you know put that behind me, so to speak. Um, were you like shoving cannolis in your mouth? No. What was the? No, no. What, compa- what were you eating that she made that comment? Pasta. She, she had something called dysmorphia. Do you know what that is? Well, no. What is that? That's it's, where it's you. A, it's a psychological yeah. uh, you know, condition where you think that you are either too fat or too thin, which is completely the opposite of of, uh, of, of reality. I mean, okay. a lot of a lot of it happens. You see it a lot in anorexia mm-hmm. or you know, bulimia or yes. any other uh, you know, you know, you know, food thing. She was very skinny. Was her v- name anorexia? No. Nor was it Karen Carpenter. No, if she's calling you fat before yeah. you even get to Italy. No, no, we were in Italy. You walking were in Italy. Day, you, you, Steve, yeah, I already, I already okay. established right, right, this. We already had the argument about it. My head is spinning. But, I'm trying but, to answer your question. But if I'm in Italy, like yes. the number one food country in the world, yes. oh, yeah. I am going to chew the yeah. crust I'm of the earth to have everything in front of me. I think I was having a pastry at the time. I, I think I was. A pastry. Good for, yes. You. Yes. I, good for you. I'd be knocking down cannolis like they're Tic Tacs. Yes. That's how, that's oh, yeah. like I'm ripping up a bo- uh, like a like a bag of chips. Yeah, and, and again, to go back to the dysmorphia that she had, mm-hmm. because she was really skinny and thought she was fat, Mm-hmm. Everyone else probably was fat to her as well. There was proof, by the way, of her dysmorphia after the relationship was over. Yep. On her Facebook page, there was a picture of her that she had tinkered with in order to make herself even skinnier. The reason we knew this, current girlfriend and I, looking at ex-girlfriend at that time, and seeing her posed next to an ocean where the ocean shoreline didn't match up. Uh, it was yeah. like, whoa, wait a minute. That's the shore is there and then all of a sudden it's down there. She was she had tried to make herself look even thinner in a Facebook page. Well, hey, uh doesn't everybody? <laughs> I always try to take the angle this way so my face doesn't look so fat. Yeah, yeah. I, I always you change know? the number of the back of my jeans and that little uh, little thing. No. Oh, and nobody can tell. No one can no tell. One right. You are, all of a sudden you're a 32. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, by the way. It's 724 with back Stephen Dave and Rock. It's 727 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, it's going to be pretty nice, but later today, uh, during the late morning hours through the middle of the afternoon, we're going to have some thunderstorms, some of them potentially heavy and severe. So beware of that in the middle of the day. We're going to have highs near 80 today. Wings. We love them. And people that don't, then I'll trust those people as far as I can throw them. We're going to be celebrating one of our favorite finger foods at the Wing Thing, brought to you by the Dave uh, by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and the Tommy Car Auto Group on Saturday, August 27th. 
Come spend the afternoon at the beautiful Barney Estate in Forest Park and enjoy wings of all kinds. Boneless, boned in, tossed, breaded. That's pretty much it. Plus hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> adult beverages for sale, ice cream, yard games, live music from the James Paul gang. Tickets are limited and on sale right now at rock102.com. It's the wing thing tossed and sauced by the Log Rolling Catering Company and Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Saturday, August 27th at the Barney Estate in Forest Park. From Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Great way to kick off and begin the Labor Day weekend, which is the following weekend. You know, we uh, had a, a wing, not a, like a wing eating contest, but like a, a, a wing recipe mm-hmm. uh, contest. And Barry and I were uh, were judges. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun, judging with Barry. When was this? This Oh, God. This is like four years ago, three, four years ago. Oh, I missed Pre-pandemic. that. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Yeah, right. right. But a good event, so it's uh, it's great to have it back. And again, August 27th at the Barney Estate. Was the number one wing a buffalo style, or was it something else? Ah, uh, boy, I don't. Uh, it was. It was. I want to think it was like some sort of like a like a Thai chili type of thing. It was very very good. Oh, very. Uh, what do they call those people? Not millennials. Um, Gen Z? No. Uh, uh, baby boomers? Not artisans. Uh, what do you call those people? Uh, uh, I can't remember I, the I, name. I don't know what you're I, trying to say. It's not It's not millennial. How many it's syllables? Hipster. 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 That's oh, what it yeah. is. Hipster. hipster. Yeah. Oh, we're doing Thai chili tonight. Yeah. Well, listen. Mm. Uh, delicious is delicious. Chorizo. That's the new thing. And, Co- and chorizo is my old thing. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kaczynski's a hipster. No, he's yeah. not. No. Yeah, you're not, the you're like the the cool kid on the block, right? Oh yeah, I'm the cool guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to wear one of those of the cool guy club. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. wear one of those stupid hats to be a hipster. Very stupid. Yep. All right, How very about good. That? How about that? We have news coming up next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news first alert forecast. 7:32. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Got a couple of developing stories that happened overnight. One in Holyoke. Police confirming they are investigating a shooting on North Summer Street. One person shot just after two earlier this morning. The investigation continues as police have closed down portions of North Summer and Lyman Streets. 22 News has no other information on this story. Well, they usually don't. They just see the police cars. Yeah, now while it's ongoing. And the other story that's developing in Charlemont happened last night after a suspect assaulted a woman and fled. Troopers joining forces with the Charlemont Police and the Coleraine Police Department searching for a male suspect who they say assaulted and, quote, incapacitated a woman on Main Street in Charlemont. Happened around 5.30 yesterday evening. The suspect fled. Nobody knows anything about it at this point. But they're searching for him. Charlemont. Man, that's a heavy crime-ridden town up there. It is Not really. Yeah. Not usually. They still have, well, I don't know if they still do. I haven't been up there in a while. But years ago, they had the old telephone poles up there in Charlemont. Hmm. Remember the ones that were like really low to the ground? Hmm. Yeah, they were. They were. They weren't as tall as the ones we have now. It, just, it was like it was like going back in time. That because like people that. were shorter back then, and you didn't need to have the light so high. I guess so. I'm not. It was. It wasn't about. It was. I'm talking about like the power poles outside. Yeah. 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 But but the people walking around outside would be the same as walking around in doorways inside. It had to have lower doorways. Yeah. People were much smaller. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why that was. I you do a little research and find yeah. out why the street lamps. We're well, lower back. Well, they're like hobbits over there. Yes. 
in the Shire. Mm-hmm. Trying to protect the ring. Three other people arrested after drug dealing activity in the Marion Street area of Springfield. One of them, Brent Lovely. Yes, that's his name. Brent Lovely of Athol. He's 29. He had 200 bags of heroin and 98 bags of cocaine. Also a bunch of pills. Another guy, 38-year-old Mereda Cruz. And a third guy was involved just as a lookout. But he was charged with loitering and trespassing. 41-year-old Jose Sanchez also spending a little time in the think tank. Isn't he lovely? Who, Brent Lovely? <laughs> Isn't he wonderful? Of Athol? Yeah. yeah. Isn't he precious? Less than a minute old and never thought through love we'd be, making one as lovely as he. But isn't he lovely? Made from love. Now, Stevie Wonder wrote that song about Aisha, his very first daughter. I yeah, think. I know. That's all, I'll tell you what. Toe tapping Diddy right there. So we did the story last hour about the fire alarm going off at the Pine James Apartments in Springfield. It was going off for seven hours between 3 p.m. and 10 p.m. Here's one of the tenants, Margarita Vega, talking about what was happening. It's the sound. It's it's so loud. It's in the room, in the bathroom, in the kitchen. It's like five times inside more because have more speakers inside. Right. And in the hall, everything is in this sound. Noise is driving Margarita Vega crazy. You, you, I mean, you could you yeah. can hear it in the background, right? She's outside, mm-hmm. and you can hear it. Yes. On the on a television camera, which right. I can't believe that nobody. <laughs> No, like a, a landlord of the fire department didn't, you know, try to turn that off immediately. Right? Seven hours. Couldn't somebody cut a cord? Honestly, I mean, don't isn't there somebody with a sledgehammer it, in that thing? Did it say <laughs> why it was on for so long? Well, they say that it went off due to cooking. It doesn't say why it couldn't be stopped. Maybe a landlord wasn't on duty, and so somebody in charge had to take care of it, and they weren't Maybe. around on a on a on a on a weekend. It happened Saturday between three p.m. and ten p.m. But the Pine Hill Apartments is quite a few people there. I would you would think there would be like an on-site maintenance guy or yeah. something, knowing how to shut that thing off. I would have thought too. Awful, but anyway, our hearts go out to everyone trying to get some sleep in the middle of the day there on Saturday at the Pine James Apartments. Firefighters also battling a stubborn blaze in the ceiling of a convenience store in Springfield on Friday afternoon. Units responding to Garcia's Deli and Mini Market at 142 Dickinson Street. They were able to contain the blaze. No reported injuries at the scene. The people in the building escaped on their own. By the way, a very important uh, correction. Hmm. It's pronounced... Charlemont, not Charlemont, as I said. Someone's correcting you? Yeah, apparently that's like the East Long Meadow or the mm. East Long Meadow uh, oh, variation. And I've heard both New Haven and New Haven. I hear the same exact thing. Mm. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr is going to make history. Oh, yeah. The Boston area comic will become the first comedian ever to headline Fenway Park. For those of you who don't know who Bill Burr is, he talks about how beautiful women are always after people's money. I don't trust beautiful women. Beautiful women come out of nowhere like, oh my God, you have some stuff. Can you buy me some stuff? I want some stuff too. Buy me some stuff. I've always loved you. Then the second you go broke, oh my God, I left something over here next to this guy who has the stuff now. Bill Burr grew up in the Boston suburb of Canton, and he'll bring his Bill Burr Slight Return Tour 
to the home of the Red Sox. How about that? Yeah, That's Bill's, pretty cool. Bill's been on the show before. Yeah. Actually, one of the best things you could find, uh, and this is what he's really known for, there was a night in Philadelphia where oh, yes. he just went off on the crowd for like a good 10 minutes. Like one of the one of the best mm-hmm. roasts of, of the city of Philadelphia you ever saw. Absolutely. That's worth looking at. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Bill Burr is a legend. Well, if you want tickets to go see Bill Burr play Fenway Park, the show is August 21st, and you can go get your tickets at the Red Sox website and other Ticketmaster type outlets. Are they 800 bucks a piece like I, Motley Crue tickets? That's, Probably. That's a good question, Steve. What would you pay <laughs> to see Bill Burr? Do it, do it in a baseball park. I'd rather see Bill Burr in a smaller club. So would I, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you pay to see him at a? Would you pay to see any comedian playing a baseball stadium? I think. In, I think there's enough laughs going on in Fenway now, just watching the Red Sox play, than uh, than having to see Bill Burr in a place that would normally fit thirty eight thousand people. Mm-hmm. In Westfield, the community. Preservation Committee's quarterly meeting began, as usual, with city planner Jay Vinsky's report on Westfield's unspent Community Preservation Acts funds. they got a lot of money hanging around in Westfield, apparently, that they're not earmarking for any particular purpose right now. Vinsky's saying the new fiscal year allocation has just arrived, totaling $470,000. That adds three hundred and twenty grand to the sum available to spend. They just don't know what to spend it on at Westfield. Any ideas? Well, uh, maybe changing that Roman numeral right. from a four I's to an IV. You know what? They could use a new gazebo. No, they don't need a new gazebo. Yes, that gazebo is starting to show its age. It's only like six years old, <laughs> even still. Well, we didn't we cover that? Didn't some guy call in and say that there, there's a reason why the Roman numerals are that way? That's four lines instead of a. I thought you. I thought I saw something from you that you or you told me about something that you looked it up. Didn't you look it up? And it was like two different like Roman numeral uh, ways to uh, present Roman numerals. Half and the... one was four eyes, and the other one was an IV. Well, some guy called in and said that very thing to us last week, and I don't remember the facts I check up on anymore because. I don't write the trivia questions for Dixie Cups, so they go in one ear and out the other, or one eyeball and out the ears. I don't even pay attention anymore. So if it was me that brought that up, I don't know. And you talked about the IV. I might as well do this story about IV bags and an artist who was allowing goldfish to die inside IV bags. And that was his art. Hmm. Allow it, why, he actually was luring people to come to the art gallery to watch goldfish slowly die inside sealed IV bags. He's not happy that animal rights groups have stepped in and the museum has discontinued the artwork. You know, uh, my kid got a fish over the weekend. Yeah? Okay. This is a perfect example of why I should not be left in charge of children. She uh, gets this thing. She was out. She was out with the babysitter mm-hmm. on Saturday, and she she had asked me. She had saved up her money. And she said, "Can I buy a fish? The fish is like six bucks, right? Mm-hmm. It's a betta fish." Mm-hmm. And I come home. I see the fish. Uh, you know, it's this nice, cool little red little fish you know, swimming around in this tank. And uh, the next day, uh, she goes, "Hey, did you see my fish?" And I go, "Yeah. What's its name?" And she goes, "Ligma." And I go, <laughs> "Ligma, Ligma." <laughs> I'm like, "Where? Do- oh, I was like, oh, that's a nice name. Where did that come from?" She goes, "As in." <laughs> Ligma nuts. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> it makes sense. 
it's among the popular uh, jargon among the the teens and preteens yeah. is the D's nuts thing. Yeah, like yes. that's a like oh, that, yeah. that's a huge wildly, and I hear it. I hear it being said. D's nuts and, and all that stuff. Even Gronk said it. I think on an episode of yeah, uh, Family Feud one time. Yeah, Ligma. Yeah, Ligma nuts. All right. <laughs> Very good. Well, well, hey, well anyway, great job. if you're I'm doing ex- a great job, if you're there. expecting to go to the Jeonnam Museum of Art in Gwangyang, South Korea, the fish dying in the IV bags display is no longer there. That's too bad. It's seven forty-three with back Steve and Dave coming up next, and now hear this: a Japanese version of a classic rock tune that we play. Every day here on Rock 102, plus a student pilot accused of landing a plane while drunk on a highway in Missouri, and more. And now hear this straight ahead on Rock 102. Hey there, Springfield. When you're coming in hot, put it on iced with Duncan Iced. Springfield's Classic Rock at 750 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly cloudy today with some thunderstorms, uh, severe uh, ones possible at times, high of 78. Tomorrow? Sunny, muggy, and humid with a high of 90. It's 73 right now in downtown Springfield. It's 750 with back Steve and Dave. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Cut number one from a guy named Max Page, who is the president of the Massachusetts Teachers Association, Pulaski Park in Northampton over the weekend. They had fair share for Massachusetts. What is fair share for Massachusetts? Well, Mr. Page explains here. What it would do is make our tax system fair by asking the wealthiest, the very wealthiest people who make over a million dollars a year pay a little bit more with all the proceeds up to $2 billion a year going to public schools, public higher education, and roads and bridges and public transportation. There's Max Page, the president of the Mass Teachers Association, telling Western Mass News how fair share would benefit our schools. What do you think? Getting the wealthiest to donate a little bit more money. I don't think that's going to help enough, to no, be honest with really? you. Really? I don't think there's enough millionaires around. Hmm. I mean, it, you know, I mean... To uh, make a difference. To anyway. make, yeah, to make a real difference in stuff. I don't think there's enough... I mean, there's not to say there aren't millionaires around, mm. and Lord knows I'm nowhere near it, but I, I don't think it makes as much of a difference as people think. Mm. I think it would. I think there's more than you think, and I think if they all donated... Well, I would like to know some of them, and I would like them to introduce themselves to me, and I, would, and I wouldn't necessarily mind a, a little stipend for uh, my time and effort. <laughs> a little fair share for yourself. Mm. Yeah, like for, forget about putting it back into the economy. How about putting it back into my hands? Mm. Yeah, free well, vacation. Well, yeah. you got to ask, I guess. Why don't you go door to door and start knocking on some of these uh, wealthy establishments, some of these, yeah, you know, fancy houses that we have here. You know, just go ask. I see that working pretty well. Maybe we we would send Ted, our intern, out to do that for us. <laughs> and go yeah. knock on some wealthy people's doors and see if you get some money out of them. Yeah. Go ahead. Go to Long Meadow, Ted. Yeah, let's see how it goes. <laughs> Go get us a, go on a coffee run and go go bother some wealthy people for us. Do would I have you? to go get um coffee for uh, Toucher and Rich? Still. All right. You know what? You, yeah. Why don't you, why don't you do this so now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> Cut. Tell them you represent the Kellogg Group. <laughs> Cut number two: A student pilot accused of flying a plane while intoxicated after running out of fuel and landing on a highway in Missouri. Here's a truck driver. 
named Crystal Lipham talking about the whole thing. They just kept getting lower, kept going, getting lower, and I'm going WTF. And then next minute I go, I go, holy crap, and he hit the interstate. He is one lucky person. He could have went over the barrier, and it was like a 20-foot drop into a river. There's Crystal Lipham, a trucker who was on the scene at the time, and she was kind of waving traffic away to make sure that the pilot could land the plane safely on the highway. She sounds like Large Marge. Doesn't she? Was I was going to say The worst that. accident I've ever, ever seen. seen. Again, <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. Crystal. He just kept getting lower, kept going, getting lower, and I'm going, WTF. WTF, man. Uh, right. I bet that's not what she said, though, in the truck. Well, well, she after she said WTF, she said. And then next minute I go, I go, holy crap. The issue and holy crap okay. after the WTF. She sounded like she said frap, like from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or like a, what's the one, what's the thing? Oh, Fribble. That's a Fribble. Yeah, holy Fribble. At uh, <laughs> Friendlies. So this guy, he was he was hammered. Yeah, right? and, and a student yeah. pilot at that. Yeah, and he uh, and he had a gun, and uh, what else did he have on him? He didn't have drugs on him, too? Not I thought that, I read that in the in the one story there. Not that I saw, I mean, but, but you imagine maybe. being so hammered, you're flying a plane, you're like, I, you know what, there's somebody following me. Go around. Go go around. You're like waving your hand out the plane window and you're, I'm just going to park this right here. <laughs> Maybe there's an alien aircraft behind him. Who Could knows? Be. Clip number 3. JLo got married to Ben Affleck in Vegas. Here she is talking about her new name. Jennifer Lopez, but my name will be Jennifer Affleck obviously. So what were your stationery saying? Jennifer right. Affleck. Okay, cool. Yeah. J A. Okay, J F. Jeff. Jeff. I don't have quite the same <sighs> ring to it. But. <laughs> yeah. Dave, why was this not your lead story this morning in the news? I don't know. Didn't most Steve talk about it in the Hollywood trash? Well, he did, but this is the most important news story of the day. Why are we not talking about this at every possible opportunity? That her name is now going to be Affleck instead of Lopez. Mm. And, uh, you know, what's? I wonder what A-Rod would say about this. Uh, that would never cross my mind, but that's just it. And clip number four. See if, how long it takes you to identify this classic rock tune as done by a Japanese karaoke artist. Cashmere. No. Landslide. And he got a DeVito. Hotel California. All incorrect. Sweet baby James. And doesn't he... <laughs> doesn't he kind of issue a little profanity at this point in the song? Does he say go to hell in the middle of that? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't really... I don't really speak uh, that language. I think he does. Not to sound like an ignorant American, but... Go to hell. Go to hell. Sounds like a minion. <laughs> it's Tom Sawyer, right? Tom Sawyer? From Rush. Thanks for finally getting it, Bax. That's what I thought. Appreciate that. 7.56 with back Steve and Dave. The 102-second sports next on Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer with cash. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11. And Led Zeppelin with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Highs near 80 today, but also lots of rain and some severe thunderstorms possible, I don't know, uh, pretty much from 9 a.m. until about 3 p.m. this afternoon, depending on where you are.
I'm pretty excited. I got a uh, I got a package coming tomorrow. They got uh, a package for you too. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know where I, I told you last week uh, with the uh, the the camper up in uh, Vermont. Yeah. That uh, you know the one of the things that uh, we have found is that every service provider uh, for septic removal for RVs has suddenly vanished in the in the uh, the Green Mountain State. Mm-hmm. You can't find a single person to clear right. out your septic tank anywhere. You should call that camper the magic stool bus. Uh-huh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's very funny, very mm-hmm. clever. See? Anyhow, Sometimes I come out with a good one. Yes, you do. Remember I told you that I watched uh, the, a YouTube video about how to do it yourself? Yes. Once, I've exa- once I exhausted all of my other possibilities to have raw human sewage removed from my RV. Yeah, it was like a big hose you're going to hook up and screw onto the thing there and yeah. then suck it out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Well, so, uh, so tomorrow I'm actually going to get the tank mm. that will help me remove the uh, the waste from the camper, mm-hmm. and then uh, then place this th- this thing in the th- place the tank on a uh, on a on a trailer, and then drive it to a what is known as a dumping station. Nothing wrong could possibly happen. Absolutely nothing wrong could possibly happen because I have watched a single <laughs> YouTube video right. which shows this guy Ned saying it's the easiest thing you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've watched it like now uh, twice. So I think I know exactly what i'm doing and tomorrow tomorrow the tank shows up 35 gallon uh tank that is designed for this very purpose the nearest dumping station is 17 miles away Mm -hmm. now one of the things i was trying to do is get myself a trailer Mm -hmm. so that i could hoist all this human waste uh you know and and then drive it to the dumping station because right. otherwise yeah. I'm not gonna walk. I'm not gonna walk this thing all the way over. I mean, it's got to be a couple hundred pounds because mm-hmm. yeah, know, that, that tank is like three fourths full. So when we went this weekend, I refused to use the toilet at all, and I let the woods of Vermont become my bathroom. That's how I was able to secure the fact that we were not going to overflow. We were yeah. not going to have a problem. I just let nature be my toilet. Which is fine, but it arrives tomorrow. But this trailer, I ordered one, and then I uh, I, I, I looked at the specs of it, and it was going to be an inch too narrow. Uh-oh. So I wouldn't have been able to hoist this thing on top of yeah. this trailer, so I canceled that purchase. Okay. Canceled it. And now I have to figure out a way how to move uh, that tank from the, uh, from the sewer, the, from the Blackwater hookup, of the RV, and then put it on a trailer of some kind, and then get it to the dumping station. So, you know, there's probably all sorts of people listening in right now thinking, boy, I would love to have the chance to move Mike Baxendale's waste. Everybody would. <laughs> right? I can't, I'm actually you could open kind of, up the phones right now. You'd mm-hmm. probably get flooded with offers. To be honest, Dave, I'm actually disappointed that none of you listeners, and I'm talking to all of you, and you know who you are, yep. that nobody has said, hey, Baxi, I'll help you with that. Mm-hmm. I love because dealing in human excrement. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Uh, because of the fact that it's human excrement. If you ask somebody, hey, I need to hang a garage door this weekend, I'm sure you'd probably have at least a few people that would call, I'll help you hang that garage or door Or move back. a couch like 
for but, instance. Yeah. But nobody is volunteering to come help you move your stool from one location of Vermont to another. Maybe if you just phrased it that, hey, I'm moving some stool. Some, a stool, yeah, and then, I'm, then yeah. show up. I'm pushing or, some stool. <laughs> yeah. Anybody need to help? I, I'm pushing a large piece of plastic from one place to another. Yeah, right? yeah, a little, little, uh, little help would be nice, yeah. you just, know. Just but phrase it that way. If it, if something goes wrong, though, it, it's still a good thing because water park. Kaczynski, you know? let me add, let me tell you something. I have seen a, a, a YouTube video not once but twice of a guy named Ned using the same exact tank and the same exact hookup and the same exact fifth wheel RV, and basically he said that the second time he tried it, it worked perfectly. Bax, they're calling. Look at the phones; they're Look lighting up right calling. now. Yeah, they're lighting up. Of course they are. Yeah, let's flush this. <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. Yeah, uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Got to go to the, la- the, the bottom two, I think, are okay. now flashing. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Jerry from Westfield. Hey, Jerry. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? Very, very good. Uh, what do you know about moving your Blackwater? I know. So what kind of camper is it? It's a fifth wheel. Fifth wheel. So why don't you move the camper to closer to the it's, dumping station? Because it's fixated. Dude, it's it, got a deck and everything. It's it's like in uh, a park. This is this oh, is oh, this is like a non-mobile home. It is a non-mobile unit. Try saying that ten oh, times oh, fast. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry, Baxi. I, I kind of jumped in here a little too late, but that was my question, and I had to call. Okay. Yeah, well, listen, it's uh, a good it's a good question because everybody I called said the same exact thing, and I said you don't understand. And I had thing is I had a company last year, you know, uh, pump out my tank, and and this year they say now nah, we're not doing that anymore. Like what? And yeah, which, which leaves yeah. me totally having to do it myself. Jerry, there are other people calling I, right now. We, we, we need to get somebody to help Bax here. I can't help you, Baxy, but best of luck to you, bud. Thanks, pal. Appreciate go, it. All right, there you go. Uh, yep. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Kevin from Bristol, Connecticut. How are you? Very good, uh, Kevin. What's up? Uh, so are you still looking for uh, advice on uh, moving a uh, little bit of black water? Sure, I'll take a little a little pointer or two. So there is a attachment that hooks up to the Blackwater discharge that um, it hooks up to a regular garden hose, and you can pump <laughs> it into a um, your storage tank that mounts is already mounted on a trailer. Right. Yeah, so so, I, so I've so I've got a tank for that that very purpose. So I can just empty the black water out and then get rid of it. Then throw that garden hose away. No, you use it for the next time you got to do. Okay, you. all right. Yeah. Well, what he's saying right. is to do it while the thing is on the trailer. You don't do it. Yeah, so yeah it because you're not going to try to lift the thing from where the point is of the empty yeah, spot. But but the- where the black water uh, thing is, it's I, I can't get my car back there in order to do it, and I don't have enough hose length. Uh, to make that happen, <laughs> that's always a problem. Well, yeah, this this is you can hook up like a thousand feet of garden hose to this, and it like incinerates all the you know toilet paper and all that stuff. Man, you <laughs> that's you make it sound so much fun. <laughs> it's like garbage disposal for your uh, you know fecal matter. All right, yeah. all right, well, yeah. very good. <laughs> Thanks. All right, well, thank you. You've been very, very helpful. All right, one one more, and then okay. we'll move on here. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? How you doing? This is DJ from Belchertown. What's up, DJ? 
Uh, I was calling about Dax's issue with his black Yes, lung. yes, you're, you're on, on the air right now, and you might want to turn your radio down just a bit. Okay, it's down. So um, what I would do is if you get a really cheap ride-on lawnmower, a small four-wheeler or something like that, you can hook it right to the Blackwater um, dumping, you know, the little Blackwater trailer that has wheels on it. You right. can pull it right to the dumping station. And you could spread it uh, as fertilizer among go. the fields yeah. of Vermont. Uh, won't they be happy about yeah. that? And you won't, and by the time you get to the uh, dis- uh, disposal place, all that stuff will be gone. You didn't all even right. need to take the trip up there. Hey, DJ, thank you very much for the uh, the advice. You're welcome. All right. Waste experts all over. Now, again, Pioneer Valley. it's a 17-mile trek mm-hmm. with this thing on, on you know, a trailer or you know, hoisting it uh, on its own. You know, I, uh, I am going to buy a bunch of bungee cords to make sure that even if I get it on a trailer... Mm-hmm. It ain't going to fall off the trailer. Because to me, there would be nothing worse than well, having that thing break. If that trailer in was an inch, shor- an inch short, you said? It's an, inch, it's an inch too narrow. Oh, so you wouldn't be able to fit the thing on it at I, all. I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So I no, need a bigger yeah. trailer, but yeah. not too big. Because, yep. you, know, you know, trailers are not cheap. And, sure. uh, you know, I'm not trying to do this on the cheap. I'm and already spending quite a quite a few bucks to get this job done. And you haven't gotten your CDL yet either. So it's I not haven't. like you could uh, get a big, giant tractor trailer yeah. and do this. But this is the part where they say you're really roughing it. Yeah, everything else about this uh, this camper, nothing rough about it at all. You got right. a shower, got a sink, sure. you got a an island to to uh, to uh, to chop my vegetables, mm, nice. whatever. It's a really nice thing. But now we got a blackwater problem, and I'm going to be elbows deep in sewage to make sure that this uh, works every single time. Can't wait to hear the conclusion to this story. And I'm telling you, that tank right now still three fourths full. I can't wait to hear the conclusion of this story, because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I think I'm going to yeah. have to buy myself one of them white paper hazmat uh, uh, suits just to make sure. I just got, <laughs> oh, I got some beautiful rubber black gloves that go all the way up to the uh, elbow. Oh, look at you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm it's, I, honestly, it's going to, it's going to be a well, hell of a scene. Technically, I mean, you are dealing with hazardous waste. Yes. Yes. Uh, that stuff, uh, you know, uh, sits in there for a while, it uh, becomes uh what is it? Pungent. Yes. It, 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 mm-hmm. Yes. Pungent. It, it ferments. Yeah. It ferments, and yep. uh, you want to you want to make sure you get rid of that. So yeah. you definitely want to suit up and Absolutely. make sure you're safe. I choose a different color for the hazmat suit other than white. No, that's Just how saying. we know how much he screwed up. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's why he exactly. Wear it here. Bring <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to wear brown before Labor Day. Yeah. And, you know, when we bought this thing, we were told, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of places that'll uh, do that for you. Yep. You won't have to worry about a thing. And yeah. all of them was, decided not to do it at was, once. Was that the guy that sold you the RV? Oh, I, yeah. You can dump this anywhere. As it turns out, yes. What do it I got to do to get you into this RV today? I'll That's lie it. to you and tell you how easy it is to change the poo tank. <sighs> it's going to be a glorious display of do-it-yourselfism. Ooh, Can't are you, wait. Are you going to? I want. I want tickets to the show. <laughs> the Poo Man Group. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight twenty-two with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two's classic rock summers. Bax won't be driving 55 hauling his waste around. Or maybe he will. Who knows? 
Oh, I'm going to put the uh, the pedal to the metal. Let's see how fast that thing can go. <laughs> then you won't have to worry about distributing it anywhere. It'll just be gone off the side of the road. Yeah, why don't you just dig a hole and dump it in the woods? Dude, that's, uh, that is environmentally uh, irresponsible. If somebody knows about it. Well, if I'm going to go on the radio and talk about it, then mm-hmm. they will know about it. I'm just they? saying hypothetically. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that, Steve. I'm going to go to a dumping station where things should be dumped. Let's mm-hmm. burn it. Mix it with some gasoline, yeah. set it on fire, put no, it over you, a bunch of old brush. Why, would I, why didn't yeah. I think of that by myself? See, I, you need me uh, in your life, back. <sighs> we'll guide you through these things. Listen, this is, this is something that that YouTube video made look very simple. What could possibly go wrong? I, I actually did something over the weekend after watching one video, and it worked out okay. So there's hope for you. What did you do? We uh, took a bike ride, my lady friend and I, mm-hmm. and right as we're getting ready to go, pss, the relationship fizzles, and that's it. Not yet, but oh. I'm waiting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the valve to the tube just malfunctioned. All the air went out of the tire. But so- I had gotten a lesson on how to install a new tube in a tire. And I did it, gosh wow. darn it. How long yes. did it take you? Maybe 15 minutes. That's not bad. On my first attempt. Look at that. Yeah. But you have an extra tube yes. waiting to go? Yes. There you Be- go. Because, I don't know if I told this story, I think I did. The first time this happened, when I moved to town about a year and a half ago, I had to walk my bike home like seven hours because I didn't have the extra tube or the skills to do this. Lesson learned. Yes. Uh, that yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. I would never want to walk seven hours back to my house. Seven miles. Didn't take me seven hours. Oh, you said seven You said hours. seven hours. Did I? But yeah, but yeah. either way, <laughs> seven miles. Seven miles. Seven miles. Still, uh, that's over two hours probably that was, to get back home. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that yeah. would take me seven hours. So I guess the what? <laughs> the takeaway is your your you, lesson will work if you apply it correctly. You, you know, you, you just have to say, yes. this is being done by many people in the world. I cannot be the only person in this situation who is doing this, who has to empty his own tank of waste. And Bax, as has already been established on the show, none of us is handy. Now, maybe Kaczynski is, but no, the three of us, horrible at this, and yet I was able to change the tube on my tire. There are certain things that I can do, and this is going to be one of those things that I'm going to have to learn. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's as simple as that. The first time may be a little ugly. Right. But that's why my wife is uh, threatening to video it. <laughs> Can't and, wait when, for that. and when it happens, I'm sure we will post it on some should, level. Should make commentary as you're doing. Yes. This. So you know what? To, She's to got to put a video. on the extra pressure yes. of what you're doing. <laughs> really, really, Mister uh, Mister Hotshot, you think you can do that? She she has done that, and yeah. uh, we got a, like a, a, a new power washer a couple of years ago. And you know, I, I don't know nothing about no power washer, mm-hmm. so I'm you know trying to figure out how this thing's how this thing works. Yep. I'm on the deck, you know, figuring it all out, right. and she's inside taking video, and she's commenting on it, like uh, <laughs> like like she's Bob Costas of uh, of power washing. <laughs> and uh, you know, I I did not uh, do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I had it working. I See? got it all fine. I didn't uh, you know I didn't you know you poke my eye out. And uh, and everything was fine, but you know, nevertheless, she uh, she had some wonderful commentary about it. Yeah, so. you, you think you're getting a lot of eyeballs and people listening to the guy from Hoodoo Guru or whatever to get is there? Yeah, Hoodoo Guru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get even more if you publish this I'm video sh- on your I'm podcast. Sh- I'm sure I will. Yeah, but you'll just have to wait to see how it works out. Because right. it will because it will be posted I one c- way or another. I cannot wait. Oh yeah. Eight thirty three news is next. A Rock one oh two.
Here's your win with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Remember how we said that the ski resort in Vermont named Suicide Six was going to change its name because that was considered to be insensitive? Mm-hmm. They came up with a new name. It's instead of Suicide Six, Saskadina Six. Saskadina honors the ancient legacy of the Abenaki tribe. Along so, that in, other, er, in other words, they're using a cultural appropriation yes. instead. Yes. Oh, that was a smart idea. Oh, it's yeah. the little old lady from uh, Saskadina. Saskadina. Yes. Well, just call it Six Flags. She drives Flags real fast two. and she drives real hard. Yeah. What was that? Just call it Six Flags Two. Yeah. Uh, Watching how fast that cease and desist gets written out <laughs> yes. by the lawyers. A firefighter in East Hampton has been arrested and charged with allegedly placing two cameras in a women's locker room at the fire station. Westfield's Nicholas Tillman on the East Hampton Force quickly confessing to hiding the cameras in separate lockers in the women's facility after a female employee discovered them on July 13th. Tillman, who became a firefighter only in 2018, allegedly was spotted on a police camera entering the women's locker room last Thursday and discovering that Oh, my God, my own cameras that I installed are gone. In which case, he realized I've been busted. So he went to the supervisor to report he had a problem with, quote, voyeurism, and he had, quote, effed up. You know, we mentioned earlier this morning that the Internet is loaded with images and videos and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. The problem with a guy like this, it's not even so much that he's seeing people naked on these videos. What he's interested in is is kind of the hunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's what's appealing to a guy like that is the fact that you know if he's just waits long enough, he'll see somebody. Do you see the? I think we talked about this before. There was a documentary uh, that came out a, a few years ago. I can't remember the name of it, but it was basically a guy that owned a motel. Mm-hmm. And he had this crawl space. Oh in yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. heard about this. I remember that. And the guy would like set up set up a chair, and he was he would look through the venting, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the, the vent went nowhere other than in this catwalk that he was in. Yep. And what he would do is he would just sit there and but, watch what uh, people uh, would but, do what, in the motel. Wasn't, there was something about that that there was no like evidence that this place even existed. What wasn't that part of the documentary at the end where, where nobody could really prove that this, like he was just making this story up. They couldn't prove that he had been up there, but but the, but I, the long the, the the story was yeah. that there were like thousands of people that were coming in and out of this motel. That, have you been watching um, Only Murders in the Building? Yes. Be, have you watched the latest ones? Uh, we're, we've watched the first couple of episodes of this season. Okay, but that those were the that's the hallway where they go into the hallway and yes. they, they were peeking behind into the people's apartments. It's very much the same thing. But I don't know why you, uh, what's, I don't get that. The, okay, uh, I get you might have a fetish of watching people go to the bathroom. But why can't you just go on the internet and look up like some, there's uh, obviously videos out there of anything that you could possibly want to see. Why do you need to do it in your workplace? Because these are women that he knows and covets. (sighs) There, there is yes. that. There is that, and and it's. I think it's the also the anticipation of ha ha. Mm-hmm. 
Now uh, my cameras are uh, yeah. being activated. You know, now I'm going to get a video. Right. So, that, I, I mean that. I mean that. Psychologically, that's one of the reasons why, you know, you have like you know flashers, yeah. and, or you know, you know, or, or whatever. I mean that that is part of the appeal. You know, and uh, these firefighters giving a bad name to the rest of the firefighters right. on the on the squad. I mean, remember that guy in Westfield uh, last year who uh, pretended to be, or he was. He was picking up a 13-year-old, but it turned out to be a cop. Who would have thought? A 13-year-old huh? cop? Man, <laughs> no, it was it. it was somebody. It was a cop posing, posing as a 13-year-old. Oh, I was gonna say he must yeah. have been, must have been they, pretty awkward in the academy. And I heard some like crazy detail that the guy's screen screen name was. I swear I'm 13. Like he was pretending to. He's like, I swear I'm 13 at Yahoo.com. You know, like <laughs> nobody will like, suspect. No, me. Yeah, nobody will know <laughs> yeah. that I did this. Well, as long as we're talking about sex, Walmart's got a new line of adult products. Yes, adult products at Walmart, all under 20 bucks. They're being sold under the, the Fetish Mafia line, it says. The Fetish Mafia mm. line. The line of products include, and I'm just quoting here, insa- Insanity Male Enhancement Pills, the okay. new Wienerschleiden. <laughs> the Wienerschleiden? The Wienerschleiden which is apparently some type of lubricant, and the body bag condom. Was it like uh, the, the two condoms Leslie Nielsen and Priscilla Presley were wearing in the Naked Gun <laughs> with the giant body condom? You remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like two silhouettes in rubber trying to touch each other? <laughs> well, good for Walmart trying to get on the uh, sex toy craze. And the Garden Brothers Nuclear Circus is coming to West Springfield. The Garden Brothers Nuclear Circus. I'd never heard of it before. Never heard of it. It's going to happen 11 days beginning July 21st at the Eastern States Exposition Fairgrounds. Colorful tent with lots of fun stuff going on the inside. The performers from Mexico, Guatemala, Brazil, every side of the world. Among the performers will be somebody doing a human cannonball, a wheel of death, a sphere of fear, a human slingshot, Cossack Riders stunt horse team, girls hanging by their hair. That's one of them. That sounds pretty fun. Girls hanging by their hair. And a comedy clown and other silly performers. Mm. Once again, the Garden Brothers Nuclear Circus coming to West Springfield later this month. Awesome. Later this week. Starts Thursday. You're right. July 21st. Yeah. All right. Get your tickets now. It's 843 with Baxter's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 in the Foo Fighters with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. We're going to have some rain, maybe heavy at times, from any time later this morning into the mid-afternoon hours, and we're going to have highs near 80. Hey, this Friday, I'm going to be uh, out at MGM Springfield with the uh, with the road crew. Uh, Kaczynski will be there uh, joining me. Oh, yeah. For, nice. uh, for free music Friday. Uh, this Friday is going to be, let me just uh, check this for sure. It's going to be uh, Red Matter, formerly Terrapin, the Grateful Dead tribute. Ooh, Sweet, nice, I'll be nice. uh, I'll be out there, you know, with the band. Uh, oh, I bet you Barry will be out there with you too. Barry's a big deadhead, isn't he? He is. He is a big deadhead. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be dropping blotter acid like everybody else is? Uh, maybe. Is he going to be high off the bejesus? That guy. He was every night. He did the news, so Fantastic. I'm sure he. Uh, yeah. Well, that'll be a, a great time. By the way, there's a uh, there's a bunch of great shows coming to uh, the MGM. Friday Night Concert Series. It goes uh, through September. Uh, great bands on the way like uh, Aquanet, Trailer Trash, Unforgettable Fire, Draw the Line, and a few others. 
So uh, so join us Friday from uh, from 7 to 9. It's going to be a great time at the Plaza MGM's uh, South End with me and the road crew from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. I like getting out. Uh, I'm getting out a lot more now. Uh, it sounds the pandemic that way. Is over. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, I'm trying to be social. Hmm. Trying to be instead of anti-social. Everybody's locked inside for the last couple of years. Yeah. Time to start getting out. Well, yeah. And now that all these like breweries are, are like popping up and mm-hmm. you know have all these live music and stuff like that, uh, it's kind of cool. I, it's, what, what? You were, you, I was going to say, you were saying in the 6 o'clock hour mm-hmm. that you, you must have mentioned like eight different places you went to on Saturday. Uh, four. And then some, guy, on Friday, some guy called up and said, oh, you should come to my place. And you said, I was there. I was there. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, Vanish it's, Valley out it, in uh, Ludlow. Ludlow. Yeah. Now that uh, now there's nothing not to say that there's anything wrong with these other like breweries and wineries, but uh, most of the other ones have like food trucks. You know, it's yes. like a limited menu of what you can get. Mm-hmm. Vantage Valley has like a full like full on menu. Yeah, I've uh, never been tacos there and quesadillas and like you know. I like that stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. like tacos? I love tacos, especially street tacos. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they cooked them on the street. I always thought that that's what that was. No, not necessarily. I was waiting for the chef to go outside onto mm-hmm. uh, Route 21 and uh, start cooking it on the street, but he didn't. Street corn is good, too. Street oh, corn, street corn is, is good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, is good. But yeah, these uh, these places, uh, they, they, it's the way to go. You want to get people out. Well, the uh, the the Free Music Friday Contra Series, they have food trucks out there. Mm-hmm. And White Lion is out there. And they got like like four or five different yeah. uh, food trucks, so yeah. I mean you're not you're not going to go hungry, especially uh, this summer where the weather has been so nice that there's like there's limitless possibilities to see live things and live music yeah. and just be out with people without being crushed inside of a bar, uh, you know, packed in like sardines. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty now, neat. Ted, you were saying you were at the uh, the Back in Black uh, show last Friday, yeah, right? With yeah. uh, with Leah across the hall. Yep, Leah and Aaron. Yeah, and there was a ton of people. Oh yeah, there was. There's definitely over a thousand. I remember um, one of the workers from MGM came up to us and was like, um, "Yeah, this is the most we've ever had here for an event like this." And that and was, uh, it was back all in because, black. It was all because Kaczynski was oh, there. Yeah. It didn't hurt. That's for damn no. sure. Yeah, man. And shout out to all the people that came up and said hi to us and um, took pictures with us. It was awesome. Yeah, like a little celebrity down there. Man, yeah, look right. at you. Yeah, your picture taken. Those pictures will be worth something someday. Maybe. All the five days of radio experience and look at him. Now he's got fans. Look, that's how it happens. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. that easy. <laughs> that's how we get by. You would here. think it'd be a lot more complicated than that, but it's really not. Uh, it's it really isn't. Hey, you watch a show called Love Is Blind? No. Haven't have seen it. Have you seen it on Netflix? No. Uh, this guy, one of the contestants, is suing Netflix after being forced to work inhumane twenty-hour days without enough food or sleep. We kind of talked about this a little last week uh, in Hollywood Trash, uh, but they're saying that they would. It basically equaled about five dollars an hour hmm. because they were up. They would they would force these people to stay up and then feed them nothing but booze. And this guy ah. was tapped out in the first week while the rest of the show went on because he couldn't find anybody to love oh. on the show. Oh, that sucks. So uh, he's he now was- suing on behalf of all the contestants because they're all the contestants are part of this lawsuit that's uh, suing the show, saying, uh, you can't do this to people. Mm. And, and they were threatened, if you left the show early, 
it would cost you $50,000. Really? So did these contestants not know any of this information before they signed up to participate? I don't think they uh, knew about the combination of sleep deprivation, isolation, lack of food, and excess of alcohol. Encouraged, enabled or encouraged by defendants uh, contributed to inhumane working conditions at the altered mental state for the cast. Or the but fine they, if they leave the show early. But you, you, yeah. you got to read the fine print. We talked about that last week in another occasion. Well, you couldn't be involved in a show like this unless there was some sort of release form. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. To, indemnif- to indemnify you, the, well, the producers. You, you got to read the fine print. But though. they're saying that yeah. the contract doesn't yeah. match up with what the requirements are were for the contestants to begin with. So wow. So they got a case. Yeah. They got a uh-huh. real good case. When you should get a free nap box. That would solve it all. That would, would solve part of it, but yeah. you got to know that you you need a nap box. I would just, yeah. I would never want, I mean, I tried out for that last comic standing show. Yeah. Uh, but I would not want to be like in a situation like that where you would be subjected to, because they film those shows in like six weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, you it might be laid out over a few months, but it really, it's six mm-hmm. weeks that they tape all those shows and they already have the winners by the end of the show. Sure. And but, then you can't talk about it with anybody. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, why would you want to do that? I, I wouldn't participate in any reality TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure I want to share any part of my reality with you people. Oh, but you're sharing reality every day on this air. You talk about your sewage problem, and you've been sharing that. Dude, that's nothing but real life. These know, are real world problems. Yeah. That's what these, I'm saying. Are, these are fake relationships yeah. set up by somebody at yes. a television station. Absolutely. Yeah. With, with, yeah. with fake conflict and, and fake mm-hmm. arguments and, mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a fake winner. Here you get real conflict. You get real winners. <laughs> real <laughs> arguments. <laughs> real Absolutely. Arguments. Real yeah. losers, too. Yes, we are. <laughs> Thank yes, you, Ted. we oh, are. All right. That's- Where do you listen to? 